Trump pulling back troops from Syria. Oh no, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? We can't just not have our soldiers dying all over the world for other people. No, it's essential that we put our men's lives on the line for other countries that are, uh, you know, light years away. Duh. You know, they're mad because we're handing the keys to the Turks. Okay, whatever. I mean, they're not exactly our ally, but I happen to not give a crap what happens in that part of the world, and neither should you. White House announcing late last night that we are pulling back out of Syria and instead Turkey will be taking it from here. Very, very controversial. Raise your hand if you know what the hell our troops are doing in Syria to begin with. Do we have a sponsor today? Of course we do. Our sponsor today is Tommy John. So chances are you're not exactly happy with your underwear. And I know that as a fact because 75% of men and women are dissatisfied with their underwear. So it's just a statistical fact. And if you are dissatisfied, Chances are you have not tried Tommy John. Tommy John is the revolutionary underwear brand that has upgraded over 1 million lives. And they're not just running their mouths, they have the stats to back it up. They've sold over 7 million pairs and 96% of their customers have given them four stars or greater. With Tommy John, the legs never ride up, the waistband never rolls down, you're set. And they've got this horizontal quick draw fly that has been proven to save men over 217 minutes of fumbling about down there a year. And it's not just underwear they sell. They've got 750 products online, like super soft loungewear, polo shirts, apparel. And now, ladies, they've got a brassiere. I feel uncomfortable saying bra. I don't know why. I'm a, I guess I'm a Puritan. But they've got a bra, all right? So keep your girls comfy with the Tommy John bra. I hear it's so comfortable. I don't know from experience, but I hear it's so comfortable you don't even know you're wearing one. Most comfortable bra, they say, on the planet. So... If you prefer to shop in stores, you can go to Nordstrom's or 1,200 of the other retail locations across the country, or you can hurry to TommyJohn.com slash WHB now to get 20% off your first order. That is TommyJohn.com slash WHB for a whole 20% off TommyJohn.com slash WHB. All right, so Donald Trump is ending our involvement in these endless wars, and people, for whatever reason, are unhappy about it. The White House announced late Sunday that Turkey will soon move forward with a planned military operation in northeast Syria as U.S. troops who have been deployed and operating with Kurdish-led forces in the area began pulling back their positions. Oh, no! Oh, no! We're leaving behind the Kurds! We can't do that! Look. Look. We've given the Kurds a tremendous amount of support over the years. But at a certain point, you have to say, I'm sorry, but this has gone on long enough and it is no longer in our interest to be here. The Donald explains, quote, the United States was supposed to be in Syria for 30 days. That was many years ago. We stayed and got deeper and deeper into battle with no aim in sight. When I arrived in Washington, ISIS was running rampant in the area. We quickly defeated 100% of the ISIS caliphate. And then he explained about the Kurds, quote, the Kurds fought with us, but were paid massive amounts of money and equipment to do so. They have been fighting Turkey for decades. I held off this fight for almost three years, but it is time for us to get out of these ridiculous endless wars, many of them tribal, and bring our soldiers home. We fight where it is to our benefit and only fight to win. Turkey, Europe, Syria, Iran, Iraq, Russia, and the Kurds will now have to, and it goes on. 
Now, just look at the people who are upset about this, and it tells you everything you need to know. Hillary Clinton, uh, she's furious about this, because, you know, Hillary Clinton never saw a foreign conflict that didn't excite her. She writes on Twitter, let us be clear. The president has sided with authoritarian leaders of Turkey and Russia over our loyal allies and America's own interests. His decision is a sickening betrayal both of the Kurds and his oath of office. No, want to know what's sickening, woman? You. That's right. It's about as sickening as your adoration for endless war. And then you've got the ultimate loser in Congress right now, Justin Amash. Don't we love Justin Amash? He's fantastic. He proves he's no better than the rest of the Never Trumpers. He's no better than the other liberals. There's no difference between this guy and the deranged Never Trumpers who come out and oppose policy simply because it's the policy that Trump espouses. He, he completely goes against everything he supposedly stood for. I mean, I thought this was a libertarian. I thought this was a guy who was against foreign intervention. But no, because Trump is for foreign intervention, he now says, quote, U.S. forces should not even be in Syria without congressional approval. Regardless, Turkey would not take this action without the express consent of the White House. It's disingenuous for President Trump to suggest it's all about ISIS fighters when the target is Kurdish forces. Yeah, we shouldn't be there, but now that Trump wants us to leave, I wanna stay. I wanna stay in Syria because I'm an emotional man baby. What is wrong with these people? I mean, newsflash, you, sh you probably shouldn't develop a military strategy out of the opposite game, right? Whatever Trump wants, we do the opposite. These people are deranged. These people are nuts. These people are crazy. These people do not care about their country. And of course, the war hawks of the Bush era, they're also coming out in support of this train wreck of a losing candidate, Colin Powell, who, you know, Colin Powell, this guy was one of the masterminds behind the Bush era policy that got us into this mess. This guy who voted for Hillary Clinton, he's now saying that the Republican Party has got to get a grip. Yeah, we've got to get a grip. Our foreign policy, he says, is in shambles. No, you need to get a grip, buddy. You need to come to grips with the reality that we have no appetite for your thirst for endless slaughter abroad. Over there, they're big boys and they can take care of themselves. We do not need to be involved. It's not our land, it's not our people, it's not our business. Tell me, America, is your loyalty with the Kurds or the American people? Why should we have more American people dying to save the Kurds? I don't think we should. You know, you hear, well, the Kurds have had our backs. The Kurds are not angels. In fact, Ryan Gerdusky points out, Ryan Gerdusky, OAN, pointing out the Kurdish YPG, that's the Kurdish militia in Syria, have been responsible for recent attacks on both sides of the Syrian border recently. So yes, the grim reality is that it is likely that a lot of Kurds are going to be killed by the Turkish who we're handing the keys to. But Trump tweeted a warning to the Turkish government, quote, as I have stated strongly before, and just to reiterate, if Turkey does anything that I, in my great and unmatched wisdom, consider to be off limits, I will totally destroy and obliterate the economy of Turkey. So he's got it covered. He's got it covered. So let's pray Erdogan takes this warning seriously and works in good faith to stabilize that region without needlessly slaughtering the Kurds who have been on our side for a long time. They have, they have. But ultimately, this is Trump following through on his promise to stop being the world's police. But it's a hard pill to swallow when you consider what's really gonna go down. 
international politics is not pretty. War is not pretty. And pulling out is not pretty. But it needs to be done. And at the end of the day, we don't want to see more people, more of our people, killed over there. And it is about time that Americans stop being the people who die in a fight that is not ours. We cannot be helicopter parents. We have to teach a man to fish and not hold hands like they're babies because it is not in our best interest to indefinitely put our troops' lives on the line for them. That's ultimately who we should be caring about, our people, not making promises all over the world, not telling people things that we can't deliver on. This is our money. These are our men's lives we're choosing to sacrifice so that we can police some region in the middle of nowhere. I'm not interested in doing it anymore, and neither are most Americans, and the numbers prove it. According to a poll from the Chicago Council on Global Affairs, quote, just 27% of Americans think U.S. military interventions make the country safer. So I don't know. I don't know, why don't we stop listening to those ridiculous 27% of the population who are obviously mentally deranged, and why don't we start listening to the 73% of Americans who see this kind of foreign intervention as ridiculous, as unnecessary, and dangerous to the lives of the people who matter, who are obviously Americans. Not even up for discussion. Trump, of course, is making the right decision here, and liberals, if they, you know, the party of peace, we don't want wars everywhere. Whatever happened to that? If they weren't suffering from Trump derangement syndrome, they also would be on board. You know, I thought they were against war. Well, we are against war. We are in favor of peace, and we are the ones who would like to see that peace. I don't know if this happens to you guys, but do you ever get that feeling scrolling through your newsfeed when you see that a story is clearly blowing up? And you have no idea what it's about. And you're like, okay, great. Now I have to learn about a completely new topic. Well, that's what happened to me. Now I have to learn about like the NBA, which I don't care about, and its expansion into Chinese markets. That was me this morning. Oh, the NBA is trending. Oh, China is trending. Great. Now I have to learn about this. So I did. And now I am an expert. So in Hong Kong, there are all these people protesting. There are all these people throwing a fit. I mean, what do you expect in an authoritarian regime? You know, these are people who believe that they would have several more decades outside of Chinese communist rule because, you know, Hong Kong was supposed to be separate. And then the Chinese came in and they said, no, you're not separate. We're in charge, with, in charge of you. The authoritarian, brutal dictatorship cracked down on them. And now the people of Hong Kong are protesting for their freedom. And can you blame them? I mean, imagine thinking you're going to be free. And then the Chinese come in and tell you, no, you're not. I mean, I'd protest it too. Can you blame them, really? No, of course not. So this guy, Daryl Morey, he's the general manager of the Houston Rockets, tweeted this, quote, fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. And that got him in a lot of trouble. Why did that get him in trouble? Because it is a great sin in the eyes of the NBA because the popularity of the NBA in China seems to create endless options, as the Seattle Times says. In other words, the NBA worked its way into Chinese markets and they stand to lose a lot of cash, a lot of dough, if they upset the government of China, which is oppressing the people of Hong Kong and are barred from the country. And in China, the government can absolutely cut the NBA out of the market because the Chinese government is authoritarian and the Chinese government has immense control over their subjects' lives, including what they are able to access on the internet. So the NBA has a lot to lose if one of their guys, one of their coaches, is saying, 
I stand with the people of Hong Kong. So the NBA, in reaction to that tweet, they went into crisis mode. We can't have something, they said, as pesky as advocating for freedom. We can't have that get in the way of our enormous piles of money. So they go into crisis mode and, and they completely throw themselves at the feet of the Chai Kam government. Oh, we're groveling at your feet. What do you need from us? They said, quote, we recognize the views expressed by Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey have deeply offended many of our friends and fans in China, which is regrettable. Yeah, it's regrettable that some guy stands up for freedom. The NBA considers that regrettable. They continue, while Daryl has made it clear that his tweet does not represent the Rockets or the NBA, the values of the league support individuals educating themselves and sharing their views on matters important to them. We have great respect for the history and culture of China and hope that sports and the NBA can be used as a unifying force to bridge the cultural divides and bring people together. I mean, this is an incredible thing. You literally have the league coming out in support of the brutal authoritarian Chinese government and speaking out against the general manager who spoke out in favor of freedom. So since Mori, the general manager, clearly has no support at all in this, he eventually caves, unfortunately, and tweets out an apology, quote, I did not intend my tweet to cause any offense to Rockets fans and friends of mine in China. I was merely voicing one thought based on one interpretation of one complicated event. I have had a lot of opportunity since that tweet to hear and consider other perspectives. I have always appreciated the significant support our Chinese fans and sponsors have provided, and I would hope that those who are upset will know that offending or misunderstanding them was not my intention. My tweets are my own and in no way represent the Rockets or the NBA. Yikes, dude. You really just caved? You came out in support of freedom, in support of people having agency, and you apologized for it because your globalist corporate sponsor wasn't in favor of it? You came out and apologized for advocating for freedom. You sound like a kicked dog. This sort of groveling is pathetic. And notice he used that standard weird apology you always hear when the progressive cult demands repentance. He says he has since heard, he has heard the voices and he has considered others' perspectives. Meaning, I thought one way and I've since been informed that my thoughts do not toe the line sufficiently enough and I wasn't educated in the progressive Bible, but now that I am and I realize what I must say to stand in favor. I'm a good, I'm a good little progressive. Please do not kick me to the curb. I'll do whatever I have to, even if it means standing against freedom. I promise never to think freely again. Just like in communist China, there is no room for dissent on the progressive left. Now we know, of course, that the NBA is a very progressive organization. They pulled their business out of Charlotte during the whole transgender bathroom fiasco. Remember that nonsense? Oh, you don't want your kid having a grown man visit her in the women's bathroom? Oh, well, we are going to pull our company from your state. Remember that a few years ago? And in the NBA, their players are allowed to demonstrate for different causes to a degree, obviously. Back in 2014, remember, there, was a bunch of, there were a bunch of players who wore t-shirts that said, I can't breathe. And that was, of course, to support Eric Garner's family during their warm-up. They weren't fined for being out of uniform. And, quote, NBA commissioner Adam Silver said he supports players voicing their opinions on social issues but he would prefer they abide by the rules that stipulate players wear clothing made by Adidas, the league's official apparel provider. And that statement right there 
really demonstrates what this is all about. You are allowed to voice your opinion up until it affects the NBA's bottom line. And when considering that bottom line, it is okay to disregard the evil nature of your new business partner, China. China is a known human rights abuser, but I guess that doesn't matter to the NBA because they are doing the people of China a favor. And what better way to distract yourself from the fact that a million of your fellow countrymen, I don't know, are, are in concentration camps, hmm? Don't want to acknowledge that. Don't want to speak out against that because it hurts your bottom line. People are in concentration camps in China because of their religion, but you can't pay attention to that because of a little basketball. I mean, what, what, what better way to take a break from the stresses of your neighbor getting disappeared than watching some people play hoops? At what point do we stop salivating over the billion potential Chinese wallets, a country that's not even ours, but they just want the money. At what point do we stop paying attention to them and doing it to extract from and start demanding that if the Chinese government wants all the benefits of participation in our Western society, then they need to start upholding our values. All right. The NBA is an American company and they should be ashamed of themselves for throwing the American value of free speech, of freedom under the bus. The pace with which members of the NBA jumped to apologize for a free American speaking his mind in America is sickening. It shows that the NBA, like Amazon, like all of these globalist corporations, these multinational corporations, is unpatriotic. They are unpatriotic organizations that take everything they can from America, but have no allegiance to the values of this country that made their organization what it is. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief Podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.